I asked him this question. I said, what, is, what does Jesus want from you? And man, he quickly rattled off a list of things because he's very performance oriented. Hmm. And then I said, okay, let me ask you this question. What does Jesus want for you? And there was dead silence. Welcome to season two of the Gospel Coach Podcast. Our aim in these podcasts is to empower you, the Gospel Coach, in ongoing ministry of the Gospel through coaching others. We'll share examples of our own learned experiences, as well as invite different guest coaches to share what they are utilizing to advance the Gospel with their coachees around the globe. I'm your host, Jim Moon Jr., alongside the pioneer of gospel coaching and founder and president of CMM, Dr. Tom Wood. Tom began gospel coaching and creating the cross-conversation model more than 15 years ago and began training other gospel coaches in the USA in 2009. And since then, it's spread from Atlanta to the nations around the globe, not only coaching, but training gospel coach trainers. Be sure to listen to the other amazing conversations and helpful reminders from season one. So now we continue with more important topics for your coaching ministry and cross-pollinating ideas and insights in gospel coaching practices from other regions. Jim, hey, glad you made it to work today. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, always good to make it to the office. Yeah, well, yeah, it's good to have you around, you know, even though you only work one day a week. Is that right? Yeah. Here at the office, you only work. Here at the office. Okay, right. Finish that sentence. Yeah, it's good. uh, It's good to be here today. You know, we have one of our, one of our friends with us today, and I want to give him as much time as possible because he's got some really good insights into gospel coaching and what we call gospel 3D or years ago, we used to call gospel dance. Uh, and we changed that now to Gospel 3D, Delight, Distress, and Direction, uh, or Faith, Repentance, and Obedience. Uh, our, our guest today is Reverend Dudley Hodges. He is the founder and senior pastor of Boynton Beach Community Church in Florida and one of CMM's professional gospel coaches. Welcome to the program, Dudley. How are you today? Good, Jim. How about yourself? Oh, doing great. Doing great. Well, welcome, Dudley. Glad to have you here. Thanks, Tom. Tell us a little about yourself, your your church, um, your staff. You found you're the founding pastor. You've been there for a hundred years. I think you planted right after the Apostle Paul <laughs> left uh, Asia Minor. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Um, you know it, it's interesting because uh, before I was a, a pastor and church planter, I worked as a firefighter and a paramedic, and I did that for a number of years in South Florida. And uh, God was getting me ready to pastor a church through that experience. But um, you might say it was a, a call to a different kind of fire rescue work. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. Chris, Chris and I planted here in Boynton Beach um, back in the mid '90s, and uh, have been here ever since by God's grace. So we're really that's thankful amazing. for that. Yeah. So the '90s ministry's changed a lot, hasn't it, since the 1990s? Oh, it's been a remarkable um, adventure, Tom. Seeing things change in the culture and. Um, You know, when I was uh, taking the course that you led at RTS, um, and I think that was back in either 2014 or 2015, um, I was uh, involved with a ministry through Voice of the Martyrs to pastors down in South America. And I remember um, I needed one more class and yours was available. It was in the right time slot, but I'd taken a previous coaching class 
So I was already convinced about the merits of coaching, but the title gospel coaching really, you know, piqued my interest. But, um, you know, as I thought about, you know, what I was experiencing with these persecuted pastors, these guys were um, isolated, they were discouraged. And this idea of having a gospel friendship Mm. um, to encourage them and help them, you know, make progress in their ministry was so intriguing. And I remember reading the book and being captured um, just by those those ideas. And and let me say this, guys, um, when it comes to gospel friendships, um, you guys don't just talk about that. You model it. So thank you for our gospel friendships. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you've All been right. a good friend to us. And, and uh, you know, you said the, the I just listened to you talk about when you the, the pastors there are being, um, you know, under attack and isolated. And it sounds like pastors today in America in 2023. Right? Absolutely. Under attack, isolated, all alone. You know, we've just been hammered. So gospel coaching helped for them. And mm-hmm. that's we're seeing that's what we're finding here that uh right, that gospel coaching friendship coming alongside of them here. So what was so you took the class because you just needed you needed the three more hours or what four more hours of five mile, whatever it was in the in your curriculum. So in God's, you know, God's perfect timing, he put us together. Huh? You 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 were there just as uh, I just need one more class and it doesn't really matter what I take. So Wow. Yeah, but it really, Tom, it really changed the trajectory of my uh, of my life and my ministry. And, you know, being involved as a gospel coach has been um, one of the greatest joys um, that God yeah. has given, you know, connecting with pastors and um, coming alongside them. And, you know, for me personally, um, you know, we learn a lot from the things that God allows us to experience. Uh, sometimes that's success, often it's failure. But, um, you know, when you've been a pastor for any length of time, you've had your fair share of pain and failure. And coaching is a way to redeem that in many ways. And so I'm really thankful for that opportunity. Yeah, I have a poster, a little plaque in my office says, good judgment comes from experience and experience comes from poor judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well. Hopefully through gospel coaching, we mitigate some of the pastors making poor judgments, you know, mm-hmm. along, along the road. It's like somebody used to say, you know, hey, you know, you're going to go make mistakes in church planting when you're planting a church, you know, just go make new ones. Don't make the ones we made back from the 1990s, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so, Jim, you tell me a little about your first uh, connection with with Dudley and then take us into what one of the tools that Dudley's developed along his yeah. coaching path. Yeah. Dudley and I connected after you said, oh, Dudley's one of the guys that we need to have on our professional staff. And we met together and uh, somewhere near your church, I got to see the building and um, the gift that that was, how God's just been so faithful to your church there in Boynton Beach. And we talked a good bit about our our heart for Latin America. And actually, you've you've had the privilege of coaching some people outside of the U.S., uh, where, where are some of the places you, where are some of the pastors and church planters that you're either coaching now or have coached before we get to this uh, great tool? Yeah. Yeah, Jim. Um, right now I'm coaching, um, four guys in the U S um, and several guys, two guys in the UK and one in Lagos, Nigeria. Wow. Nigeria. Wow. That's great. 
And we, we've got some plans for after uh, the secession of uh, Boynton Beach to uh, to do some more training together. But, but aside from all that, the thing that we, I really want to get to that that really intrigues me is that you have um, you've you've taken gospel 3D a step further. Um, and so what do you call it? Give us a little introduction here uh, as to how you've uh, adapted gospel 3D in a new way. Yeah, um, well, there's a phrase that I've been using for several years here in our church, um, gospel glasses, and it's encouraging people to look at their lives through the lens of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so in the coaching context, you know, one of the the big challenges when you're training coaches is to help them find on ramps um, during the conversation to connect the gospel. And so that was one of the reasons for trying to say, you know, is there a framework I can use as I coach guys? But also, as I lead a trihort and train guys to coach, that would be helpful. And that was kind of the uh, the origin of this. But it it just centers around uh, a simple acronym, um, RIP. And you would see that on a tombstone, um, you know, in a graveyard. And typically, it stands for rest in peace. But the idea is that when you put on your gospel glasses and see things from God's point of view, it brings uh, a certain peace to your heart, to your life. But the three letters, do you want me to go ahead and just unpack Yeah, yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah, the R stands for record. That when you put on your gospel glasses, you see that you have a new record because of what Jesus has done for you. You have his record, not your old record. And so in a gospel coaching conversation, you know, often there are things that come up from the past. And guys may be dealing with, you know, guilt, um, with shame, with regret. Um, I had a conversation just recently with a guy that was really trying to um, deal with some failure in his family. And we were talking about, you know, what the gospel has to say about that. And, and we discussed how the gospel is not just a set of facts, it's a story. Hmm. And in that story, God is sovereign. And so when you look at the life of Jesus, you know, the choices of other people can never overrule the sovereignty of God. You know, the choice of Judas to betray Jesus, the choice of Pilate to condemn him. And we talked about the fact that, you know, in our lives, the choices of other people don't overrule God's sovereignty. And that includes us. Yeah. The choices we make with our families don't overrule the sovereignty of God in their lives. And so it's just that that gospel orientation that I think can really help mm. um, help us deal with those things that are common, um, right. the failures that we all experience. Right, so so the record f- focuses the the coachy or the person who's listening to your sermon. I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What's what's the I? The I stands for identity, and uh, that's just really essential because you know we live out of our identity, and people can base their identities of all on all kinds of things. But the idea is when you have your identity in Christ, it makes a profound difference. And so there's kind of a a grid, if you will, that, you know, I have this identity as God's son. Um, I have identity as God's servant. Um, I have identity as God's soldier. And and Jim uh, and and Tom, you know, one of the things that I've discovered in working with younger pastors is that often they really had no idea how intense the battle was going to be. When they got on the front lines of church planting, um, this reminder, you know what, you shouldn't be surprised because you're in a fight. And this is a battle, but you're God's soldier. And so just that reminder of their identity becomes important. 
And uh, Jim, since we last talked, I've taken it a little further. Um, another thing, and these are all S's for alliteration, uh-huh. so I can remember them, but you're God's saint. saint. And so that idea that you have access to the Father, and that leads to a discussion about one's prayer life, which is so essential. And then the other thing is this, you're God's sheep. Um, you're not just a shepherd, you have a shepherd. Mm. And, you know, just that mm. opening line in the 23rd Psalm, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. Um, you know, just the, the rest that brings to a, a church leader or pastor's heart to realize that you're a sheep and uh, the shepherd's got you. Oh, that's good. Well, if you could come that's up good. with another well, S to R talk about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead Tom. Yeah. So if you could come up uh, with another S that has to do with that, we're also a creature that God's created us in mm. his image. We bear his image and um, that uh, we have to remember that we're not, we're not in charge. Yeah. We're, we're one of God's, you know, part of the creation and he's our creator. Um, go back yeah. to the story, right? Back to the very beginning, Genesis one, two. Yeah. What's the P? The P stands for potential. And I think this gets to the heart of gospel coaching because you're coming alongside someone and helping them reach their God-given potential. And I had a conversation with a pastor uh, about a month ago. He was going through a really difficult time with a staff member. And um, he was telling me, you know, it was so hard to deal with his emotions, with the anxiety, with the anger. Um, He didn't know what to do. And that is a perfect opportunity to talk about the fact that because the Holy Spirit lives in us as a follower of Christ, we have a new potential. We can do hard things. And in fact, I just did a timeout and, and I just looked across the table and I said, hey, listen up, listen up. You can do hard things, Christian, because Jesus lives in you. And I think that's so helpful because we all face difficult experiences and difficult emotions um, and all those challenges. But to realize that that we have access to God's power, we have access to God's wisdom, it really makes a difference. And so that's just another on-ramp to bring the gospel into that situation to deeply encourage um, the person that you're talking with. CMM is in the church vitality business. They work in four spheres. One of the spheres is with individuals through gospel coaching. CMM's professional team of coaches are deeply invested in the lives of the leaders they coach. They also partner with missionally aligned national and global networks or church ecosystems by providing gospel coach training that produces both indigenous coaches and gospel coaching trainers. If you have not been gospel coached, you are invited to contact them at cmmnet.org and they can connect you with one of their seasoned veterans. If you are part of a church ecosystem, CMM wants you to know that they can help you prepare both coaches and gospel coach trainers so you can raise up the new generation of coaches that are needed to grow healthy reproducing churches in your network, region, or country. Again, you can contact CMM on their website at cmmnet.com org. Give me an example of how you would insert or how you come to um, in the in gospel 3D, the whole uh, section on on inviting them to repent um, when they're looking at something that's going on. So, for instance, um, mm-hmm. they're not believing. 
in their identity? Do you call them to 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 the distress part to to forsake and how would you do that? Give me an example. Yeah, yeah, Jim. That uh, I'm Tom. That's a really good question. Um, when you're talking with someone about you know failure, for example. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know there is that opportunity um, to come to a point of aligning your mind and your heart with the heart of God. Um, that idea of repentance. Um, and so there's a, a perfect opportunity to have that conversation. You know, what, what needs to change in your thinking? What needs to change in your heart if you're looking at this from God's perspective? Um, I had a conversation with a young pastor. This was just last week. And uh, I, I asked him this question. I said, what, is, what does Jesus want from you? And man, he quickly rattled off a list of things because he's very performance oriented. Mm. And then I said, okay, let me ask you this question. What does Jesus want for you? And there was dead silence. And he said, you know, Dudley, honestly, I don't know that I've ever thought much about that. Mm. And we, we talked about how Jesus wanted him to experience joy and peace and freedom. And that was an opportunity for repentance um, to realign his thinking and his heart with the heart of God. Yeah. yeah. I just asked recently a guy that I was, I was coaching with and he was like, you know, he's rattling off. These are things he's going to be doing. You know, these are his goals. And, and, I, and I asked him, I said, well, let me ask you a question. Suppose Jesus was sitting right here and he were to ask you right now, well, that's great. Those are the things you want to do for me, but what do you want me to do for you? Yeah. And like you said, he was just dumbfounded, just stopped. You know, he was like, mm -hmm. I've never thought about that before. Well, yeah. So Jesus is asking you, what do you want me to do for you? So it's a way, it is a way for us to interject uh, a sense of um, turning away from that self-reliant performance oriented. It's an invitation to repent of that, mm -hmm. turn away from that, right? Yeah. We provide them that opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, so we can apply that in there. Yeah, so I, I have a, a follow-up question. Everybody's familiar, uh, all our gospel coaches, with the flow of the cross model of the conversation. Mm -hmm. How do you apply that? Where, where where do you apply that? Or when in the conversation will you pull out uh, and talk to folks about the gospel glasses? Where do you think about that in the flow of the conversation? Well, Jim, I try to put on my gospel glasses before I start the conversation. So that I can, you know, see where it might come up during the conversation. And as you know, there are certain words that can be um, a gateway. Um, if somebody talks about feeling anxious or feeling like a failure, um, saying, I, I don't know what to do. I, I wish I had more wisdom. You know, those kinds of statements are opportunities to, you know, go into that, that conversation from a gospel perspective so it can come up at any point during the conversation. Yeah, that's great. So you're, it's not a set place. I always do it during connecting or always in uh, review. Yeah, that's that's good. That's yeah, good for, it, for those of us that are learning how to improve in our coaching, just to think about this is a way. Look for those. Tom calls them tells. Yes. You know, sometimes we refer to them as manhole covers, those things that sure. are pointing to something that's in, in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really good. So um, do you, 
do you have this uh, written out anywhere? I, I know you've sent me uh, a little snippet. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I can send you a new revised version of it, Jim, if that would be helpful. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Can we use it? Can we put it up on our website and let coaches Certainly. go get it? Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, what we'll do when you send that to me, we'll attach that to uh, the page on our website where this podcast is located. And so mm -hmm. folks can do a, a, a download and use that in their gospel coaching. Great. Dudley, thank you so much for your contribution to the lives of really thousands of men and women mm. uh, by coaching the leaders here in the U.S. As you said, you've, you're coaching four now, but you over the years have coached more than four people. Trust me. <laughs> um, and in Central America and your work with Voice for the Martyrs and uh, Nigeria. I think, uh, Jim, we have uh, a partner now that's got a seminary in Nigeria. Was that one of the countries that uh, those guys? No, I think that's Uganda. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought there some were guys four, that are going countries. through training and have recently taken gospel coach training to that seminary in Uganda. Yeah. So amazing grace, how sweet the sound, isn't it? So Absolutely. Um, it is indeed, gentlemen. Brother, thank you so much. Thanks for your ministry yeah. with us and uh, alongside of us, your friendship to us and uh, blessings upon you, your wife, and as you uh, make this new succession into uh, beyond pastoral ministry, into the world is now your parish mm. instead of just Boynton Beach. Thanks. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Jim. Good to be with you, Dudley. Thank you for joining us. Remember, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or a comment or a story to share, send us a note via gospelcoachnetwork at gmail.com.